Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects, from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things in CERN, seen in CERN. <laughs> what the heck? I mean, one day it would be nice to CERN. visit the CERN. <laughs> <laughs> things we've seen, heard, or read, to what we did and what we do, you know, Stuff and Jump. What was that? CERN? Where did you get or, CERN from? We're new words. CERN? I, I don't even know. CERN. I, wait, it doesn't even make sense. The first, the, the thing I said before that was likes and dislikes, and then the, after, the, the word after that is heard. So where the hell did I get CERN? <laughs> oh, I get it now. It's like You married, seen, and heard CERN. Yeah, I think I did. I, I put the middle of heard in seen. <laughs> So CERN. CERN. Yeah, I CERN. Guess so. Hello, my name is Albert. And my name is Ruthie. So last night I bet on sports for the first time. And um it's it, it actually like was inspired by my boyfriend. You know, he was he was like kind of taunting me, like teasing me jokingly at first. He was like, Come on, you wanna bet? Like this uh this team is definitely gonna win. And I forget, like, who was it again last night? Who playing? was what like I can't believe well, what do you mean? I wasn't. I wasn't really pay, paying attention to the game. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was a soccer game. He just he called the winner, and I was he he called it like when the game began while we were watching it, and he was like, "Come on, like it's just I, I know for a fact that this team is gonna win. Do you want to bet? Now, do you want to bet money? You can you like you know so you can have extra money, extra spending money for when you go to Hawaii." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Hmm, that's not a exactly." I was like, "That's not a bad idea." How much should I like? Okay, so if I how much should I bet? And like, if I do, how much do I win back? And he was like, well, you know, it's pretty good. Like if you put a hundred dollars down, you win like 250, 275, depending on like when in the game you're going to place your bet. Okay. And so like, I was contemplating on it and he was like kind of taunting me and like scaring me not to do it. But like at the same time, trying to get me to, to do it. And then finally, like the other team that we, we were not expecting to score had scored before halftime and then wait, 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 I was wait, like, on, no, no, wait. Did, did, yeah. did you say this is a, a soccer game? This is a soccer game. This yeah. is a soccer game. Yeah. So then I'm like, well, I haven't, I hadn't bet at this point yet because I was still like contemplating. I'm like, well, you know, $100 is kind of a lot right now. Like I'd rather keep my $100 and lose my $100. But I was like, all right, whatever. And then he was kind of pushing, egging me on again. And he was like, well, you know, since the other team scored, now the odds of the other team winning like have increased. So like if you bet now, he was like, don't worry they're gonna score again and then they're gonna score again and they're definitely gonna win and if you if you bet now instead of 250 you're gonna get 450 back so then i'm like oh okay cool i was like uh i don't know the other team doesn't look like it's about to score anytime soon so i hesitate oh score score okay not yet not yet not yet (laughs) oh oh, i I heard you say score that's why (laughs) okay okay go on so then, after halftime finished, the other team, are you going to do it again? <laughs> the, the other team what? <laughs> scored. So then they were tied. And then, so I was like, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Did okay. you see scored? They actually, oh, my God. <laughs> are you going to do that every time I say the word, the, the, the word that starts with the letter S? Oh, what word is that? I'm not going to say it. Oh, anyway. okay. <laughs> So then at this point they're they're tied and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, put in like okay, put in the hundred dollars. So then he texts his friend and and um who's like putting in the bets and his friend didn't freaking get his text on time. The only time in the 10 years that they've been friends and he's been placing bets with his friends, his friend misses this one text. And this is actually I should have started this off with I have like literally no luck when it comes to betting. I okay. lose all the time. I never win the lottery. I never win a scratch off. Nothing. So um, his oh. friend in the ten year friendship that they've had had missed this text, so he didn't get to put his bet my bet in for hundred dollars that would have turned into two seventy five. Okay. So I ended up losing. The other team won. The team that we that I bet on. And I lost out on two seventy five because his friend missed out putting in my bet. Oh, yeah! Wow. So my first time betting, and I didn't. I would have won, but I didn't even win. <laughs> that that was so. That was, did you like? I, mean, I think I remember saying saying in another podcast episode where I'm like, I don't bet with money. So there, there is. That's why. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, this is why. This is why I don't bet. Because like, even if I try to bet, nothing happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even if I do win. <laughs> the only kind of gambling I do is with the lottery. That's pretty much it. Mm, yeah, I had no luck there. Oh, and, 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 Las, and Las Vegas, whenever I go, which has been many, many years. Well, we should maybe we should try next time. Yeah, I, I guarantee if you're with me, you will lose a lot of money. Yeah, I, I can do it. I can do that on my own. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> you know who was really lucky? Our grandmother. She she won five hundred dollars at a slot at the slot machine once. I am not surprised. Right? Yeah, it seems to be in their blood, <laughs> but not my blood. In her blood, apparently, <laughs> it didn't trickle down to us. It's like a double whammy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of whammy, you know, like I don't know, it's weird, but I think. I got the remember how we did like uh, Year of the Pig, a horoscope mm-hmm. thing a few episodes back or whatever. Somehow I got mm-hmm. the impression that the dragon's supposed to have a bad year for a year of the pig, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it kind of stuck with me, like oh I'm gonna have a bad year. So all the negative thoughts kind of like I think it's applying to my life. It's kind of weird because today I even looked at it and we go, I think this isn't that bad. Dragon is not <laughs> supposed to have a bad year in the year of the pig, so it was all in my head. But I, I don't know, it kind of trickled out. So. Uh, going back here, um, I don't normally do the Facebook ad thing because first off, it costs us money. But uh, Facebook actually offered like, hey, here's $10 to do. No, no. Uh, months ago, they went, here's $5 to do Facebook ad. I'm like, no, nah, it's okay. And then, the promotion, yeah. The promotion thing. And then like a month ago, they go, here's $10 to do a Facebook ad. So I'm like, okay, fine, $10. Why not? Because it costs 15 bucks to do an ad, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. so when I had to do the ad, and, and just like the first time, the first year I tried to do ads, Nothing really happens. Yeah, people see our posts just a little bit more, but nothing sticks. And that's always been the problem. Mm-hmm. So I never bothered with ads. But since this was kind of free money, you know, I went ahead and said, like, mm. why not? But uh, might as well. So after it was done, you know, I was like, oh, you've been charged $10. I'm like, I thought it was 15 right? So then I get this email uh, on the Who What Works White Gmail account. And I go, oh, here's, here's, uh, oh, if you, you owe us like, like $5. I'm like, oh, this must be the Facebook thing. And I, mind you, I was looking at this like during my break time at work and I had to like go back to work. So I was kind of like, in a rush. I'm like, okay. And it was through PayPal. So I had to pay, mm-hmm. pay, right? And then as soon as I press pay, I'm like, wait a minute. This, look, this looks fishy because it's a Russian address. <laughs> oh, no. You got fished. <laughs> I got, well, it's not really fishing. It's more like I got scammed because it was like, you know how you can like, like in Venmo or whatever, you can like, uh, if you want to do it as a joke, you can like go, you can, I can like send you a request. Hey, Ruthie, you owe me like a hundred thousand dollars. Because I know I can, I know you're just going to refuse, right? You got Russian hacked. So essentially that's what it was. <laughs> it was like, I was scammed, right? And, and, and I realized, wait, that's not Facebook at all. Which is kind of weird because as of this recording a few days ago, I finally officially got charged the $5 to Facebook. And it was an automatic charge because I had a credit card listed in Facebook. That makes sense, Albert. I don't know why you didn't think about that. But but <laughs> but yeah, so it's like... <laughs> but, but as, We're both getting that lately. <laughs> and I thought you the ox was supposed to be lucky. <laughs> I know, right? And then, so so after that, I'm like, well, screw this. I emailed PayPal, hey, the, the person scammed me, blah, blah, blah. I go, well, you agreed to the transaction, so we can't do anything about it. So I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. whatever. So uh, it was only $5. And then I get another request uh, for $10. I'm like, well, screw that. I'm not going to say yes to that. And then I get another request for $100. I'm like, what wow. The hell? Well, they're getting bold. <laughs> right? Right? But you th- would think that they would get lower if, yeah. given that you've been ignoring them. So the only thing I can think of is so so the only thing I can think of is is they were exposed to to the company, hence the the who what works why Gmail from the Facebook ad. Because <laughs> you know Russians like using Facebook, right? That's true, that's true. <laughs> the Russian hackers like using Facebook. And then there's another another request for Twenty-five dollars because they were going like, well, he did buy for a hundred, maybe he'll buy for twenty-five. So I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> nope, not gonna fall for that either, you know. And, and then they went back to five dollars, and I'm like, no, nah, that's okay. And then, and so far, <laughs> and so far, I haven't got any more requests, so so that's good, I guess. They 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 got the point. They got the point, yeah. But either way, you know, it's like shame on me. I'm talking. I'm always joking about how don't all people. Yeah, me of all people, because I, I, you know, I tell people don't, don't don't just click on everything. But I guess I guess when I'm not paying, I mean, I'm not paying enough attention. It's gonna happen to me anyway. Even also, you know. Um, yeah, it happens to the best of us. So that's kind of like a whammy thing, you know. Of, it happened like around Chinese New Year, which is like when we're when we had an episode, and I'm like, I guess the negativity was just like in my head, because then my ceiling fell. <laughs> 
my ceiling fell right <laughs> recently as well, and because it was raining oh, here, man. it was raining here in California a lot. Um, I guess the, I guess there was like a leak in the roof, and the water all pulled up in that ceiling, and then it finally caved in. It happened when oh, we were when we were asleep, right? The dogs didn't wake us up from the sound. We didn't wake up from the sound. But but when we woke up, we're like, oh, hey, look at that hallway. It's all messed up. <laughs> you guys didn't hear your ceiling came in? <laughs> no, no, I guess not. I guess not. You know. Well, to be fair, that happened to me before my, like, three apartments ago. Right. Um, my there Apparently, there was a, a water, like a pipe burst, uh, two, store, two floors above me. And it was raining water down my bedroom, along my bedroom wall in the bathroom, apparently. Mm-hmm. And um, well, I had a migraine. I had, had taken two Advils and went to sleep, closed the door. Apparently, when I woke up, well, when I woke up the next morning, um, I noticed that I was like, what the hell? Why is, why is, it, why is my hallway wet? And I go into the bathroom, I'm like, what the hell? Why are my walls wet? Oh, no. <laughs> I called a super. And he's like, I was banging on your door at 3.30 in the morning. You didn't hear me? I was like, oh, nope, sorry. <laughs> Fast asleep. <laughs> yep. When I'm asleep, I'm asleep. Oh, yeah, same. We yeah. are related. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then there's another thing that also, like I will say, I got whammy very recently. But I'm actually going to talk about that later. And speaking of which, this is the 225th episode of the show. And on this episode, we are going to be talking about tipping in New York. Uh, this is this spawn, this is spawned from a conversation I had with 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 uh, your mom. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. And then uh, and then we're also going to be talking about the the topic I was talking about, like Cinemia. Uh It's a service I was using. Using keyword there is was. So I'll, I'll mm-hmm. get to that in a bit. And we're also going to be talking about um, how Steven Spielberg apparently hates Netflix. I know this is a subject that I think Jamming would like to chime in, but Jamming is out of town right now. It's not available. So. Uh, it'll just be me, and then it kind of makes sense actually because Ruti is a streamer as opposed to movie goer, and we'll definitely talk about that. True. So that'll be yeah. on the the top of the show. We are going to talk about Spielberg versus Netflix. All right, on with the show. So I was having that conversation with your mom. She was telling me the story that how apparently in New York sometimes you have to be extra suspicious about your the check after you go on a meal in a restaurant because. <laughs> They might already have automatically charged a tip, and I'm talking about I'm not I'm not talking about the rule where if it's eight people or above, you automatically tip. It's more of like you're just one person or two people, and you still you still automatically tip anyway. Mm-hmm. Now this is a thing I was surprised at because I've never seen this before. I don't know if it's a, only a California thing or whatever, but I've never seen this before. So is it a New, is it a New York thing getting automatically tipped without you do, without you knowing without any justification? Um, only if it's six people or more, or it depends on the restaurant. Sometimes it's the rule is actually four people or more, and oh, they, they automatically, yeah. No, no, the, it the, really. The, that's what I mean. I'm familiar with that with the, with the thing where it, the receipt says like if there's like X amount of people or more, we will automatically tip you. But I, I'm talking but about it, I'm talking about like less than that. No, your no, mom, your mom, yeah, you, no, you, that's completely unusual. That was. And I, I remember this incident because my mom like really made a fit about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> she, well, okay, here we go. Yeah. So, um, she, she, and uh, like she and a couple other people. Like it wasn't even more than four people. And the rule was at that restaurant, if it were six or more um, in the party, uh, they had dinner. And oddly enough, it was a Filipino restaurant. And I think it was oh, a really? new place. Maybe the staff wasn't properly um, trained or something. Okay. And uh, when they left, they she had noticed, like she looked at her receipt when she got home, that aside at, on top of the tip that they had given in cash, they had already automatically um, been charged a tip. So then she was here. I mean, yep. <laughs> so she was a little upset. Mm-hmm. By little, I mean like a lot. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, you know my mom. <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, she called and, uh, you know, made a whole scene over the phone and they ended up um, giving her back what they charged in tip and they were apologetic. I think the worst thing is they weren't so apologetic about it. They were more like, well, this is the rule. Like they didn't want to admit that they were wrong, even though that they were wrong. Really? Yeah. Wow. So I think that's what infuriated her more into mm-hmm. remembering this place and never going back there again. Okay. But we do go to the restaurant next door all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so that's weird. So so essentially, it's almost like she's traumatized by this. So every time you go to a restaurant, she's always paranoid about the tipping thing? She's always paranoid wow. about the tipping thing. Yeah. Yeah. She's always going to check. 
And like, I, I get it. I get it. Like I do have some friends sometimes like we'll go out to restaurants and then like me, I have a really bad habit of just like throwing my card on the table and I'm like, just here, just take it. I don't even want to look at it. Just like take my money. <laughs> And like I have it's a good thing like sometimes I have friends who that I go out with they really like look at the check they're like I just want to make sure they didn't charge us charge us for an extra drink like four or five dollars here or there right and I'm like eh, okay yeah, I get it because like we're gonna tip them we gotta tip them honestly based on their service you know yeah yeah it's true I mean like we we, we mentioned this in the previous episode like I, I would I wouldn't mind living in a country where tipping isn't even a thing you know I know it's so convenient yeah but but now we have to like like I should think about that uh, like mm-hmm. tipping and all that stuff. So it's like, I'm usually pretty generous because I mean, mm-hmm. if, I, if it's a restaurant I'm, I plan to go back to, I don't want to be seen as that a-hole who only doesn't tip very well <laughs> kind of thing. So yeah, I, I, I tip yeah. relatively well. Is it 18% to 20%? You know, that's, that's pretty much my average. You know, and some people yeah. said that, that in some cases it has to be more than that, but I'm, I'm yeah. 18 to 20%, you know, but then there's still people who are still stuck in like 30 years ago who, who believe it's like 10 to 15, right? Yeah, and I, oh, every time I see that, and I, if, I'm, if I'm not paying for the meal, I'm like, I'm like, it's not ten to fifteen anymore. <laughs> it's not. It's not. But actually, fifteen shouldn't even be an option anymore. Actually, more, more and more restaurants I'm seeing here in New York are eighteen, twenty, yeah. um, and then thirty percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, which I, is a lot. But like, I guess it depends on service and like how many people. Um, I do tend to, to tip a little bit more generously just because like, I just feel like it's like, you know, servers don't really get paid a lot. They depend a lot on their tips. Um, uh, I kind of been there, you know, when I I used to work at Starbucks, like part of my weekly wages was depending on the tips and people didn't understand that that was part of it. And especially, you know, your baristas, you don't, you don't really think you buy your coffee, you swipe your car, you don't really think to tip, but it's a, yeah, it's part of the service industry. So you know, it's important. Oh, yeah. Uh, did they ever ask you this question? I think I think I did. Okay, you used to work at Starbucks. Did you expect mm-hmm. a tip? Not expect a tip, but it, for regular customers, like, it would be nice to receive a tip, like, once in a while. Like, we did have re- very regular customers who would tip us around Christmas time. Like, we had this um, man who would come in, like, order the same exact drink every day. Um, he would give us, like, $50, I mean, granted, like we would all split (laughs) but he would give us 50 bucks for that week. And just like we would split that like between 10 to 12 people, which is not much afterwards, but it's better than being given $2 and then you have to split that between 10 to 12 people. That's that's like getting, (laughs) that's like unlocking an achievement for getting like a $50 tip. Yeah. I mean, we were a pretty good crew. Yeah, okay. my, my uh, Starbucks team. I'm pretty proud. Of, I'm very proud of them. There, of there, the, that time in my life. <laughs> there is this link <laughs> on the, the show notes if you take a look at it. With Trip Advisor's Guide for Tipping New York. Uh, I think I'll run through some here and see what your opinion is. Uh, a sommelier or a wine steward, 50% mm-hmm. of cost of the bottle. Sounds about right, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. And pool attendant? They, they got tips too? I guess so. One, one to $2 for each service? Pool attendant? Pool attendant. Like swimming pool attendant. <laughs> um, I don't go swimming very often. Yeah. I'm, I Even if I did, I wouldn't know they needed to get tipped. I, I wouldn't know. know that either. No. Hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Washroom attendant. You see that once in a while. 50 cents, yeah. 50 cents to a dollar. Who gives 50 but cents? But that's not fair, though. <laughs> that is so not fair, though. It like, is, right? You know, it is most a... <laughs> places you don't expect the washroom attendant. And then if you walk into a random restaurant and you're eating and then you go to the bathroom, then there's like a random wash attendant there. And like, I don't, I never carry cash on me. I'm a woman. <laughs> never okay, carry yeah, cash yeah. on me. And I just like awkwardly wash my hands. She yeah. hands me a wash towel and I'm like, thank you. So well, sorry, no money well, for well, you. Well, I I have a handkerchief. Like I could like be an a hole and just like standing right in front of him and then take up my handkerchief and go. I'm wiping myself with my own stuff <laughs> <laughs> and putting back my wet stuff back in my pocket. <laughs> There's a uh, the grocery loader. Uh, yes. Is it here? Check with store policy if tips are accepted. If so, one dollar for bringing bags to the car. One fifty to three dollars if you have more than three bags. Once again, yeah, yeah. What's with the cents parts? Can we just see yeah, everything no, to bills? A dollar fifty? What the hell? Who $1. wrote this? 50. It's <laughs> TripAdvisor, apparently. TripAdvisor, come on, let's be real. One fifty. Mm-hmm. Just make it one dollar, two dollars, or three dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, guess well, in this case, I get my groceries um, delivered to the to my door, so I just tip them like two, three dollars, depending on how much or how heavy I know my stuff is going to weigh. Yeah, I mean, uh, I normally don't do ordering for delivery anymore or that, that much. 
because the the whole mm-hmm. tipping thing is like like I don't need to if if it if it's like a place yeah. I can just go myself I'll just go myself. Yeah, I mean for you guys it's easier. You guys drive. Like for me, I would have to literally carry my grocery bags um, ten about ten blocks home. So like if I have somebody haul it for me, then it's like a three dollar tip. I think the other thing Depending. too is that if it's groceries, I I kind of want to see what I'm getting myself. <laughs> yeah, I get the basic stuff like right. canned goods, um, uh, like water. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, those sodas, things, work. things like that. Like, like I the heavy stuff that you know it's sealed and it's gonna be the same. Never, yeah. I never um, order fruits or anything. We'll never right. make that mistake again. Yeah. <laughs> that mistake again. <laughs> I mean, like exactly, like like milk. Or like you, 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 I'm the kind of person that would look and see like which is the longest expiration date, uh-huh. right? yeah. You know, yeah. or or eggs. Of course, you want to look and see if the eggs are not you know cracked mm-hmm. or whatever that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, and a lot, last year I will mention here is uh, hotel housekeeping, which I think a lot of people still forget that they should be tipped too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It says right here is two to five dollars per night. I've been tipping that's a lot. That's a little bit. That's a little bit. I've been tipping like 20 bucks. Right? Seriously. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, if $20, $20 is like 10% of 200 bucks, right? But if it's like a $100 a night kind of thing, $20 is more than, more, more than okay. I think yeah. $20 in general is just fine, I, I, I will assume. Yeah, for like, like $10 a night. Like I would tip that $10 mm-hmm. a night. Exactly. All right. Anyways, uh, so the, here's a tip for you folks. Uh, Tip. <laughs> but, Trip advisor, but, update your tipping yeah, numbers. But, but, this is this is appalling. Yeah, and the other tip is to uh, watch out for being automatically tipped. I guess that's the thing. Yes, yes. Check <laughs> uh, your receipts. Check your you receipts. Pay. Exactly. Don't take too long though. <laughs> Don't study it too hard. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> then you're gonna look like that person in the in the restaurant who's like, okay, like. Take it easy. Mm-hmm. Just like quickly scan it and then like give your card. Yeah. <laughs> if you have I, questions and I, I also have I also have a tip calculator in my in my phone, right? As an mm-hmm. app. So I always I'm always like uh self conscious that I make sure I'm not doing it while they're in front of me or next to me or behind me. Cause mm-hmm. I, cause they're gonna go, Oh, he's trying to figure out how to tip me, is he? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. But you know, phone can be very useful. So uh, for the past um, five months, that'll be uh, October, September, October, November, December, January, February. Yeah, six months. Oh, okay, six months. For six months, I've been using the movie subscription service Cinemia, right? This is this is because uh, Movie Pass kind of sucked already. Oddly enough, I'm wearing a Movie Pass shirt. Whatever, uh, <laughs> but but because Movie Pass kind of like. Well, it's a good thing you're not wearing a Cinemia shirt. Exactly. It, it kind of, MoviePass downgraded. AMC Stubbs A-list, I've always been about, like, I want to be able to go to other theaters than AMC. Uh, so I went ahead and just chose Cinemia, which was good for any theater. Uh, they had the 30 movie a month kind of kind of service. So I'm like, okay, I'll go ahead and do this. And so far, it was fine. I've had issues in terms of, like, the app not working or the cardless system not working. But for the most part, it's it's pretty much... Uh, satisfactory in what I expected from the service until recently. So until recently, until recently. <laughs> so um, this is an ongoing thing, I guess, because this is as of this recording, which this this podcast itself episode will be out for another two days. So I don't know if there's going to be any additional information. But uh, what ended up happening was that yesterday, as of this recording, Saturday, yesterday I went ahead and tried to check in or at least buy a ticket using Cinemia through this uh, Spanish movie called Everybody Knows. I think, it's, I think it's the title. It stars Javier Bardem and Penelope Cruz, right? It was like an hour before yeah. showtime. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I, should, I should go ahead and buy the ticket. Kind of thing. And then, and then when I tried to, he goes, oh, there, check your, check your uh, we, can't do your, we can't process your transaction right now because you need to check your, an important message in your cinema account. I'm like, oh, important message. I wonder what this is. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's so, convenient. <laughs> so uh, essentially, this this uh, important message pretty much essentially told me that hey, our our systems have automatically detected some kind of terms of service violation on your part, so we are terminating your your service, what your, your membership, yeah, right. So, um, and I was confused because I didn't do anything to to go against the terms of service. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, this clearly has to be an error on their part. But I went ahead and and went on the best way to contact Cinemia is oddly enough through Twitter. 
right? Okay, Ati, <laughs> I did. Very I did. Public. I did a three. <laughs> and we'll guarantee you a fast response because they don't have a phone number for you to call, right? Mm, it's like they're asking for it. They're asking to be called out. Yeah. So so I I did a three prong attack. Uh, I went email. I went Facebook, and I went Twitter. Twitter is the one has so far been the most uh, responsive out of all the ones I've done, kinda. First, uh, but anyway, so I went ahead and asked them, "Hey, is there a reason you terminated my membership?" I know for a fact I didn't do anything to justify that decision. Is this a system error your part, or a fraudulent decision that requires attention by the Better <laughs> Business Bureau of the U.S.? A reply would be nice. And then I even tagged I tagged another account that that is at. Cinemia app sucks, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so I, I, I pretty much didn't hide my displeasure of what, what was happening. And then they go like, oh, hi, we have responded to your DM, your direct message. Oddly enough, and they said that because I already direct messaged them first before I posted the tweet, right? Because their, their number one answer every time you post a question to them on Twitter is like, oh, can you send us a DM with your information and blah, blah, blah. I went ahead and did mm-hmm. it beforehand. So... So mm. I even go like, I applaud your quick response, but it seems you're just avoiding properly addressing my issue, you know, because they're saying that, oh, hey, our account says you're terminated. We can't do anything about it, right? And I'm, and yeah. I'm, and I'm like asking, oh, can you be more specific and why it was terminated? And then, and then they're like, no, nope, can't really do that because we don't have access to that information. How? <laughs> how? how they just they, terminated it. How did they not have access to that information? Exactly. This is Sunamiya. Support. There's not really not much. There's really not much support in Sudanian support. Apparently, like like you can't you can't tell me why my account was terminated. I mean, how does that make sense? You're right. I know it's not like this happened ten years ago when Sudanian did not exist at all. It yeah. happened when just like in a week. No, it happened in a day. Literally a day. In a day. In a day. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I watched. You I watched. Terminated your account in a day, and then they can't find that information anymore. I will actually. I will actually. Well, their excuse is that they're only support. They don't have access to it in the computer, which is BS. Who? 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 What customer support does not have access to your to your account? To your right? account, exactly. Right. So that in itself was kind of suspicious. But they but didn't the, even say that it's because it's a weekend. We're just the weekend support for regular FAQ topics. You're gonna have to call back before. Technical support between hours of nine to five, Monday to Friday. Not even, not even that. Well, they even said like, "Oh, please refer, please refer to our terms of service for any other additional information." And like, boo, vs. I, I know I didn't do anything against your terms of service, so whatever, right? So I was trying to do the the, the legwork for them. I know, I know there mm-hmm. was one movie where this is this is a few months ago where Cinema had the option of going like, if our app isn't working, uh, fill in the movie into the app, and then we'll take care of it, right? Mm-hmm. I know for a fact that was not recorded. So if I look at my list of movies that I watch under Cinemia, that movie particularly has not ever been put on my record. Not my fault. <laughs> so so that's one thing right there, right? Uh, secondly, uh, the day before on a Friday, uh, I, when I watched a the movie, they were supposed to charge me a convenience fee and a processing fee. Yeah, there's this whole thing with Cinemia and, and fees. They're in, they're in a, they're, there's a class, class, class action lawsuit against them right now because of that. <laughs> but that's besides the point. The point is, is that they only charged me for the processing fee and not the convenience fee. So I was thinking like, well, could that be the reason why the flag is triggered? Because I was only charged for one thing and not two things. Maybe. Well, that's still not your fault. Still not my fault, right? So so essentially, the, the way the way the conversation goes, and uh, here, I'll go ahead and just read it from my Twitter, my Twitter direct message here. It's like, um, let's see, here you go. Hi, we will not be able to assist you with this matter as your account has been terminated by the system. Unfortunately, best regards, right? And I go, who do I need to talk to then in regards to this? And then, and then there was no response, no response. So I went to Twitter again. So much for the support. It's in the mere support. And I put it in, right? And then they go back. Hi, we can confirm that your membership has been terminated by the system and we will not be able to discuss this any further. Best regards, right? And I go... What? You didn't even answer my question. This just sounds like customer support being lazy. And then I did a screen I did a screen cap of that. Post it on Twitter. So they go, they go, uh, check your check your DM, right? And then they go, hi, you may consider this Cinemia's final decision. And then I respond back, and it's a fraudulent final decision that others need to know about. Right? Yeah. So so I, I essentially I went ahead and uh went on Reddit, because people talk on Reddit. And it turns out I'm not the only one, right? Mm. Other people, same situation. They're like, we didn't do anything wrong, but our account got terminated. And it, all, it, it seemed to be coincidentally enough on the same day that mine was, 
right? Interesting. Although as of this recording, a few hours ago, I noticed some people today got got hit with the termination thing. And the funny thing is, the people from today they they were they were reading the same thing that happened, and we and the other people were saying, "Hey, if you look at your account and it says it's active, uh, go ahead and do a check in, and then it's going to tell you it's not it's active." It's deactivated. Anymore. Right. So essentially, they were waiting. Were they, so uh-huh. basically, if I did try to watch a movie yesterday or maybe even today, my account would not be terminated? Huh. Seems a little suspicious, don't you it think? It sounds like a scam. Yeah. So it sounds like they're they're losing money yep. and they're slowly terminating customers and then they're just going to run off with the money. Essentially. Because basically, uh, for the longest time, it was a monthly service, right? You could have an annual thing where the, the cost of the initiation fee and all that stuff would go away if you subscribe for a whole year, right? I subscribed mm-hmm. for a whole year for the 30 days of movie thing. By how much accident, does that cost? It, it, well, it was a total of, well, let me see here. Click. Nope. Where is it? There it is. Uh, it was a total cost of uh, $29.99 a month, which is like $359.88. So I paid that in, back in September. That's not the, the 300 something something. $359.88, right? Oh, Jesus. That's, that's in addition to the $19.99 initiation fee, the $9.99 cardless activation fee, and the, the, the physical card fee of $14.99. <laughs> right? Jesus, for all those charge fees, I would have never signed up for them. <laughs> True, but I needed a, I needed a, I needed a movie pass kind of service that will be able to make me go to AMC and Regal because I prefer Regal, and this is the mm-hmm. only one I got. Uh, on a side note, Regal is actually owned by Cineworld in the UK, and Cineworld has an unlimited card service over there in the UK. Mm-hmm. I really hope they bring it over here because I would like to go back to Regal for a membership thing, right? So essentially, I, I gave I gave Cinemia. Uh, $414.84 total just by being a member, right? Yeah. Um, if, if I was going to do the math, all the tickets I watch um, will have been like, they were, they were, I think they paid for 56 tickets. Is that right? Essentially. Where's that? Mm. I thought I wrote it down. Oh, here we go. So I gave Cinemia a total of $475.44. Where did I get that number from? Oh, right, right. Because there was one month where I paid for the one-month membership. It was $9.99, right? Oh, okay. So that includes membership costs, processing fees, etc. Um, Cinemia had to pay for 57 tickets out of the membership. I watched, I think, more than 57, but I watched like 72 movies, right, total. Mm-hmm. As of when I had Cinemia as well, but... Those 72 movies were either free movies or whatever because I was using the Regal Crown card because I had Cinemia kind of thing. So it kind of mm. kind of pays you back. But strictly speaking, let's say 57 tickets because on their record, it should be 57 tickets that they actually paid for. That's a ticket cost of $720.89. Which, and since I only gave them four seventy five, they lost $245 from me, right? Because yeah. it was just roughly 51% more than I gave them. So hmm. the, the conspiracy theory here... Yeah, they here, could have at least like given you back 50%. I, yeah. I mean, true. I mean, I, I didn't lose money. I gained money. I mean, I gained money. I didn't lose money. I made them lose money. So that's a plus on my part. Some of the... A lot of the people hmm. on... A lot of the people on the Reddit, they lost money because they only they don't watch as so much movies as I did. Right? And they <laughs> paid for... You only get your money's worth. <laughs> I got my money's worth, right? So... So... My conspiracy was like, oh, because I'm a heavy user, you're going to just terminate me. But then that doesn't explain all those other people on Reddit who who lost money and they were terminated. Some of them, yeah. some of them, apply applied a day before and the day after they got terminated, right? <laughs> Which doesn't make sense. That doesn't. doesn't no. This is completely like a lawsuit waiting to happen. Just somebody needs to start it, right? Ah, but yeah, it it, it was just kind of frustrating. So it seemed like yeah, like Movie Pass. They're probably running out of money. They need some more reasons besides the, all these extra fees to charge people to make money. Right. Uh, they canceled any one-month membership. Everything has to be annual, right? And so then they're going to run away with that money. With that money. you want to check in into a movie, and then they're going to be like, well, sorry, there's some bogus reason why we're going to cancel your account. We're not going to explain it to you ever again. Please stop contacting us. Thank yep. you for your money. Yep. Yeah, essentially, that's, what, that's what's going on. So, I mean... I mean, right now there's nothing I can do about it. I mean, admittedly, I made them lose money, so I had, I had, I, I, I have my money's worth, and that's, 
I should be happy about that. But jokes on them. The jokes on them. But the thing is, though, is that if for the, for the fifty-seven uh, tickets, I average only it become it becomes to like eight dollars and thirty-four cents a movie ticket, which is like a way above my average. When I had movie pass on its heyday, my my ticket price were like like three to four dollars a ticket. Yeah. Right. So so it it wasn't exactly like my ideal situation in terms of what I was looking for. Because the average price of a movie ticket nowadays is nine dollars and three cents. I know it's more, but it's the average price, right? So it's only like sixty nine cents uh, less than the average price of the ticket. So I'm not too happy with that, but at least I still got my money's worth in a sense. Hmm. Yeah. So unfortunately, or fortunately, I guess I went back to AMC Stubbs Alias when I had to resign over there. I actually saw my first movie today as of this recording. Um, and I'm going to watch an IMAX movie tomorrow because AMC Stubbs Alias allows me to use IMAX, unlike Cinemia. So until the day that, that Regal Theaters gets the Cineworld Limited card thing, I'm going to stick with AMC. I'll, I'll still watch some, some movies in Regal, either out of a discounted ticket or on my own money because the Crown Club gives me free movies uh, when digitally and when, when they come to home video. And I still want to take advantage of that. That's part of the reason why I like Regal. Because they give you a lot of free stuff. Um, but yeah, until then, I'll stick with Subs A-List, uh, pay me my own money for Regal, and hope that Regal gets Cinema World Unlimited card. But until then, uh, screw you, Cinemia. Screw you. As of this recording, it's currently 12.20 p.m. on March 4 on Pyongyang in North Korea. And it's time we take a look and see what's going on. Well, here's a report. Uh, YouTube TV apparently now has over 1 million subscribers in the U.S. How are you How are you liking YouTube TV? You're still using it, right? I'm still using it. Um, I like it. I, I, it's kind of cool because it's still a lot to get used to because there's so many things thrown at you, like especially in the homepage. Um, oh, okay, sure. But the guide itself, it just feels like regular TV. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the big advantage of YouTube TV. It feels like regular TV and it's yeah. easy for you to navigate. So yeah, I like that. And of course... Unlimited DVR is awesome. Yes, that is true. <laughs> yes, yes. Speaking of YouTube, apparently there's a woman that was locked out of YouTube, Gmail, and Twitter for having the same name as a pop star. Her name happens to be Megan Trainer. <laughs> Which is not a like super unique name, so that's kind of self-absorbed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here I'll say I'll say the article right here. Uh, check out the show note from Gizmodo. Megan Trainer, forty-five, has been an exhibiting artist and performer for more than fifteen years. This is way before Megan Trainer was popular. She's worked in three D printing, brain computer interface, robotics, and medieval technology. Wow. Drone metal outfit Earth is her favorite band, and this week she was locked out of her social media accounts for impersonating quotes Megan Trainer. That is herself. <laughs> so, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, especially if she had it first. Like the thing is always that okay did did somebody uh, flag her or was it YouTube or was it was it Megan Trainer herself? It's like I I don't understand like how 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 does this even happen? Is it or is it or is it like the Cinemia thing where the system taught you were an impersonator? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Facebook doing that nowadays. You have used illegal images. You are now temporarily blocked until such and such time. Oh, that happened to you? I ne- I've never seen that happen to me. No, it didn't happen to me. It happened to somebody. You know? Oh, because I never, I don't use Facebook that much anymore. So, yeah, no. some, yeah, some dumbass. So I'm like, why the heck, like, would you forget to give credit? Or like, why are you posting or copying somebody's image that's actually um, an entity without giving credit? Mm-hmm. And, and this on, is not the first time that ha- that happens to that person so true. that's actually <laughs> on, on their a, fault on a happy note uh, YouTube did catch on to this and they went ahead and reinstated her account and apologized to her you know it's like yeah errors do happen but we fixed it you know so there at least they fixed it Cinemia. at least they fixed it yeah <laughs> they uh, don't suck like Cinemia. Yeah, speaking of YouTube fixing things, apparently YouTube is also removing ads from all Momo-related videos. Uh, there's a thing called the Momo Challenge. And That's funny. I actually thought it, it meant food. <laughs> really? There's a food <laughs> called Momo? There's a, there's, have you heard of Momos? No. There's, uh, they're, um, nep- they're Tibetan um, dumplings. They're heartier than regular Chinese dumplings. They're bigger. They're delicious. That's why when I saw Momo Challenge, I was like, oh, is this about food? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the opposite of food. 
<laughs> but here, totally opposite. That I read the article, I was like, "What? No!" Uh, for, for you listeners who don't know what the Momo Challenge is, uh, this is from Wikipedia. The Momo Challenge is a hoax, an urban legend about a non-existent social media challenge that was spread on Facebook and other media outlets. Right? It was reported that children and adolescents were being enticed by username Momo to perform a series of dangerous tasks, including violent attacks and suicide. So, so this kind of like this is one of those things like. Uh, do you know what your kids are doing on the internet thing, right? And apparently this is just, it's a hoax. It's an urban legend. Like this isn't actually a very uh, predominant thing. People are aware about this so-called Momo challenge, but nobody's actually doing it. Maybe a handful of people, but 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 the way the scare is done, it makes it seem like a lot of people are falling for it. So mm. so yeah, but but YouTube decided that hey, if if you're gonna be trying to uh, trick people with the moment challenge, you're not gonna be getting any kind of ads in your in your video for obvious reasons. You're not gonna get any monetary uh, benefit from this. So that's what YouTube did because they can't exactly remove the Momo challenge thing if unless it's spewing hate or whatever. I guess. All right, hey, speaking of. Uh, Hate, <laughs> hate. <laughs> Speaking of, bad yeah. Well, I mean, I would hate to get keto crotch. Whatever the <laughs> heck that is. <laughs> Speaking of bad things, like keto crotch. Okay, so are you familiar with the keto diet? Yes, I tried it for two weeks. Oh, did you really? Oh, okay. I did. Did I not talk about this on the show? I swear I could have talked about it. I totally failed. After two weeks, I was like, I need carbs. I, <laughs> I no, need screaming. I, 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 I need rice. I, I guess I guess we'll revisit this topic in another episode. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I hear about the keto challenge, the keto, challenge, the keto diet a lot. I've even mm-hmm. considered maybe doing it too because because uh, it seemed like a thing that, that sounds like it might be beneficial. I know people who did it's it. It's actually amazing because like, you get to eat all, like you can eat bacon, you can eat avocados, right. you can eat um, a lot of cheese. You can you eat proteins. Mm-hmm. The only thing that sucks is that you don't realize how much you're gonna miss carbs mm-hmm. until you're on the keto. Like, Especially you're as like, an oh, Asian. I can get all this. I can eat all this fat and meat, and then like no carb, but no carbs. Yeah, or it's, sugar. Like, it's like a low sugar, low carb thing, right? Or no sugar, like no carb. no sugar, no carb. Yeah, yeah, but everything else is is game. Yeah, so uh, yeah. Uh, apparently this thing called a keto crotch, <laughs> which is imagine, <laughs> which is a side effect of the diet. Um, so here's an article from the thisisinsider.com. Apparently, uh, people on the keto diet, a diet based around eating low-carb, high-fat foods with moderate amounts of protein, are apparently experiencing what they call a keto crutch. This may be because the drastic dietary changes can cause a pH imbalance in the vajayjay. <laughs> I would say vajayjay in the vagina. According to Lisa DeFazio... <laughs> You're an adult. We're all adults. You can say it. <laughs> but vajayjay sounds funny. <laughs> I'm sorry, are you 12? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, a pH... So what happens to the vagina? (laughs) A pH imbalance can cause bad bacteria to grow, causing problems like irritation and odors in the vajayjay area. In the vagina. It's not a dirty word. <laughs> it's a clinical word. <laughs> it, it's not. A, it's not a dirty word. But like I said, but JJ sounds funnier. That's all. <laughs> okay. But but yeah. So it's like. Um, I mean, I guess I don't have this problem. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. <laughs> yes, I mean, I, I kind of can see that it would lead to this, like affecting your pH balance, because, like I said, like. It might work for some people. For some people, like me, I felt terrible on it. Like some people were like, oh, like my friend who was convincing me to go on it. Like she looks amazing and she like trains every day. So like it really works for her. But for me, like she was like, oh, by day three, you'll feel amazing. By day three, I felt like I was starving and I felt miserable. Like it's just like every diet is not for everybody. And like just a word of advice, like people need to kind of listen to their bodies and just like, you know, you can't force a diet on your body that's not meant for it because we all have different um, genetic makeups. So our bodies will respond differently to certain diets. But I, I thought, I thought um, for the keto diet, you had to go through the first week, and which will which will be hard. But after hard, after because <laughs> vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad Jami's not on this show. <laughs> oh, you touch my tralala. Mmm, my ding ding dong. <laughs> Jamming's gonna be like, whoa, is this actually Reddit? Or, 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 I'm not sorry, not Reddit. 
are we are we talking about pornos? This so, is amazing. This is a great, going back to my train of thought. So uh, apparently, awesome. the, apparently the first week is difficult. You know, so so they said that once you get past that, it'll be a lot easier, I guess. But but I want to I want to point out this article in this in this insider. There's a big giant bold title says keto crotch refers to change in vaginal order, and the picture underneath it is bacon. <laughs> I just thought that was kind of funny. I mean, bacon is stinky. <laughs> right. And then, and then if you go further down, there's another bold article bold out of here of a high vaginal pH level may lead to keto crotch and then the show fish. Salmon. <laughs> yeah. The person who wrote this fish clearly, burning. the person who, who who wrote this clearly has a, a sense of humor. So for oh, that, I applaud. It leads to a fishy smell. Yeah. For that, I applaud them. Okay. Um, speaking of applause, uh, apparently <laughs> permanent last year. <laughs> That's a terrible transition. <laughs> I know, right? Last year there was a proposition to for California to to make permanent to make daylight saving time permanent, right? Yes, and it, please. And it passed. It passed, right? Hence, hence the applause. Hence the applause. So yeah, there was it was it was there. Um, now keep in mind, Californians who are listening to this, it hasn't been officially. On the f- pass on the federal level yet, so uh, still prepared to lose one hour on March 10th because it is spring forward and that is coming up. So this is your advice thingy above or reminder: daylight saving time is here again. All so, right. Yes. Wait, I'm trying to understand. So Californians want to perpetuate spring forward time or just permanently? Uh, basically, Permanent. essentially, essentially the whole plan is that. We spring forward one hour on March 10 this year, and then it's going to stay that way. There's no more falling back anymore. We're just going to s- stick with that time. Yeah, I totally agree with that because you get more daylight in the evening, mm-hmm. which is when people are more active. We're not farmers anymore. We don't need daylight at the break of dawn. <laughs> <laughs> the break <laughs> you know, of we're dawn. Get now. <laughs> the going on. Okay, yes. <laughs> and on that note. And that's what's going on. Before we talk about Spielberg versus Netflix. Uh, just in case the listener actually care, Ruthie, where can people find you online? You can find me on Instagram at Grace13. That's G R R A C E 13 for DIY picks, travel picks, food picks, cat picks, and other random picks. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at b.entwined. That's B E dot E N T W I N E D for event designs and planning for birthdays, baby showers, gender reveals, bridal showers, weddings, and other party design or DIY needs. Hit us up. And this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. You can find me on the I Saw the Movie blog for my non spoilers movie review and the weekly comic strip. Oh, yeah. And the extra stuff, extra spoils. If you want to send us email, send it to whowhatworswhy at gmail.com unless you're the Russians who are trying to scam me. Um, if you want to <laughs> leave a comment, uh, unless you're Cinemia, <laughs> <laughs> you can leave a comment at our uh, Instagram page, our Facebook page, or on the website itself. If you want to show your support because we need it because of all the Russian scammers, um, Send them to go to head over to who what worse why at gmail.com. No, head over to what worse why dot com slash support. <laughs> Let me start over again. Are you okay? <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe I got a, maybe I just had a stroke. <laughs> if you want to show your support, because clearly I need it, head over to who what worse why dot com slash support to find out how. Music has been provided by the Y Axis. Find them at the Y Axis dot com. All the links and information can be found at who what worse why dot com. As well as the show notes. All right. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with the story or this news thing, Steven Spielberg versus Netflix. Are you familiar with that at all? Mm, no, I haven't heard of it. Okay. So um, Oscars are the over, but apparently Oscars are like the NFL, or we're still talking about it even after the Super Bowl's over. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because you know how the NFL is all year round now. Well, apparently the Oscars is all year round now because we still have news about the Oscars. Apparently, <laughs> I didn't know this, but Steven Spielberg apparently does not like the Netflix model or the streaming service models. He believes that movies that go straight to streaming should be counted in, in the Emmys as TV movies and not as movies movies. Hmm. 
right? Uh, so right now, the Oscar rule is a movie has to be shown on a major city like New York or Los, Los Angeles for one week to qualify for an Academy Award, mm, right? Okay. Roma did that. Okay, Roma had had two weeks actually, I believe, before before it was released on Netflix, mm-hmm. right? So that's why that's why Roma counted. Uh, Spielberg apparently wants the movie to four weeks. It has to be in the theaters for four weeks for it to be counted, which essentially means that um, it's going to make the window for Netflix even longer, right? Hmm. Now, admittedly, okay. now, admittedly, this is all about perspective. It's all about perspective. It's all about perspective. Um, four weeks is still a short time for theaters because theaters actually likes us. Was it four, eight, twelve? I think it's a twelve-week window. I think they want a twelve-week window or nine-week window kind of thing before a Something movie like before a movie leaves theater and goes to home video. Mm-hmm. Um, like like right now, uh, Spider Man Into Spider Verse is now available in home video, and the movie only came out in December, right? Oh so, wow! Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it would it, usually take. Three mu- three to four months for it to come out on DVD or home well, video or I mean, streaming. I mean, and back, six months into streaming. Yeah, I mean, back in the day, it used to be six months, right? But nowadays, yeah. it's a lot faster because because they, yeah. need, they they need to have that extra money coming their way a lot sooner than later, right? Yeah, yeah. Because because still Spielberg may not realize this, but movies that don't make money don't last long in theaters. So four weeks is not gonna cut it, buddy. Yeah, you know, times have changed. I mean, I understand where he comes from. He he is like the wait, 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 the, wait, wait, wait. Why why do you understand? It's because it's all about perspective. Because it, it's all about perspective. Um, it's because uh, you know, I understand he is an, a the rich film person? industry giant, and he yes. is an artist in his own right. You know, I understand that he's being a purist, mm-hmm. but he needs to understand that times have changed and the speed of at, at which things. Are released have cha- have completely changed, like you know, a lot of people don't even care to go to the movie. Like myself, <laughs> don't care right. to go to the movies anymore because I just want to watch the movie in the comfort of my home. Because TVs have improved, uh, right. streaming has improved. Right. You know, a lot of technology has just like taken us so like a hundred thousand steps further into the future than from when he started. I understand he probably wants to keep the art the craft of filmmaking but you know it's time to uh kind of let it go buddy yeah time for him to realize it's 2019 not 28 not, not 1980 right not 1978 yeah, you, you, <laughs> but, it, but you're right though i think i think it is stemmed pretty much from him being a purist like movies mm. needs to be in the big screen right if it's not yeah. in the big screen it's not a movie which i think is yeah. very short-sighted in his part because <clears throat> Because uh, if, last I last I check, a movie is a movie. A movie is good right. if a movie is good. It doesn't have to be in the movies it does, or movie theaters. It doesn't have to be just in 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 uh in TV. But yeah. But like like the argument there is that well the Emmys exist and the Emmys award like best TV movie kind of thing. But mm, but yeah. but like like what you're saying, times have changed, right? Netflix isn't a TV thing. It's also now a movie theater thing too because they're they're following the rules. Roma was out in theaters before it came out to Netflix, which was for Netflix was a compromise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So, I believe that the, for for the Scorsese movie that Netflix is releasing later this year, The Irishman, I believe they are going to wait a little bit longer. It might actually be four weeks before it comes out to Netflix after the the theater screening. But the the point that I think a lot of people are, and if you go online right now, there's, there's a lot of people in favor of Spielberg, a lot of people against Spielberg. And speaking of people against Spielberg, there's like there is a backlash um, from other filmmakers who are telling Spielberg that. Um, let's see, Ava DuVernay, uh, she was uh, she earned an Oscar nomination in 2017 for directing the Netflix prison reform documentary Thirteenth, right? Uh, she said, "Dear Academy, this is a board of governors meeting, and regular branch members can't be there. But I hope if this is true, that you'll have filmmakers in the room who or, or read statements from directors like me who feel differently." Because, you know, um, uh, Bruce Campbell, famously from Army of Darkness, he said, Steven Spielberg is gunning to make sure Netflix has never has another Oscars contender like Roma. You know, sorry, Mr. Spielberg, Roma ain't no TV movie. It's as impressive as anything out there. Platforms have become irrelevant making a movie with, make a movie with Netflix. Right? So, mm-hmm. it, and I totally agree with that. It's just that um, the, the, the one thing that people over, look over is that the only movies that really make a lot of money in theaters are the big budgeted blockbusters. Right? Yeah. 
like recently the string of films like the Avengers because yeah. people want the big screen for those kinds of movies. Right. Aquaman and whatnot. You know, people people mm-hmm. always complain, oh, Hollywood only has like big summer blockbusters in, in movie screens. Why? Because regular people only watch ghosts in movie theaters for those kind of things. Right? Exactly. Yeah. If Roma was was going to try and get themselves uh produced by a regular movie studio to be released in theaters, it probably wouldn't be produced. You know, at all because first off black and white secondly subtitles you know thirdly mm-hmm. it's not it's like, it's kind of like an rc film right so so the, <laughs> off the bat <laughs> yeah i mean i mean people are being kind of hypocritical who who are saying that they agree with spielberg because if it wasn't for uh like netflix or streaming services some of those drama dramas that you like to watch would not be made because movie studios are only in it really for the money and and they're not willing to take enough risks on a movie like Roma, you know, or the Ballad of Buster Scruggs by the Coen Brothers. You know, they, they're looking for the next Avengers Endgame. They're looking for the next Aquaman. Yeah. They're exactly. looking for the next Spider-Man. You know. Also, it's because it's all about perspective. Yeah. It's all about perspective. So it, it, it is kind of like weird because a lot of the comments, there, there seem to be a lot of people defending Spielberg because I mean Spielberg has a huge following. And I was surprised at how much people are defending him online, but I guess they're the ones who really care to defend him, so they're there more often. So don't I bother. I think looking. they're defending him, but they're also being hypocrites because I bet all of them have Netflix accounts. I bet all of them have Netflix accounts. If they didn't, all the Spielberg fans would have um, would have discontinued their accounts with Netflix and um, and canceled their their subscriptions. Yeah, well, the argument, once again, is just the fact, well, Netflix is Netflix. They have movies, but they shouldn't be for the Oscars. You know, that kind of thing. That, that's, well, then that's, boycott Netflix if that's their belief, but I don't see anybody um, believing it to that extent. So, right. I yeah. say there's a lot of hypocrites out there. Yeah, and, and like I said, they're not looking at the big picture here. I mean, like, a movie, like I said, a movie like Roma or a movie like Bandersnatch would not have been mm-hmm. made you know, I mean, arguably, you could say Birdwatch, Birdwatch, Birdbox. Birdwatch, yeah. Birdbox, yeah. <laughs> Birdbox. <laughs> you got me there, too. Birdbox like Bird may <laughs> be made in theaters. I mean, that's, that seems like a subject that, that might a movie to do, like, might pick up just for theaters. But the point is that a lot of people saw Birdbox because it was on Netflix. And I would argue it would less people would watch it if it was in theaters. Mm-hmm, yep. Yeah. Uh, so it would actually, I think it would have done worse if it were um, if it were in theaters. Yeah, I think Just so in theaters. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, Netflix is in so many households. Um, a filmmaker who wants to get their movie seen, probably uh, and guaranteed to get seen, might consider Netflix because Netflix has a habit of really pushing certain movies to let mm-hmm. all the Netflix uh, uh, members watch. Yeah, I think actually they should be so lucky that Netflix isn't pushing their movies out there as much because that's just more competition for. Um, the the old school Hollywood production um, the production companies, you know, if Netflix had all their movies out there for a certain amount of time, because the Netflix mo- Netflix movies have just such a different and new perspective on them. From it's all about perspective. Yeah, because um, yeah, I mean they're, they're, they're from just such a different angle, and they have these insane ideas that are just some things that you've never seen before. Well, I mean, they're they're more willing they're more than willing to take some risks, mm-hmm. you know. Movie yeah. studios, like I said, sure. who only release movies in theaters, are not willing to take you know, as much risk. Well, a studio like Netflix is like, no, give us the content. We're willing to take the risk. So, you don't want to lose that that stream of uh, for filmmakers to be able to go to a Netflix. You go, hey, X movie studios won't play this in theaters. Won't make this movie because they don't want to play in the theater. But we'll go with you guys because you guys are willing <clears throat> to, to support us. Yeah, I think they're missing the whole point of. You know, it's just like avant-garde artists, painters back in, you know, like the early 20th century. You know, a lot of them were shunned away because they were just doing different things. And I guess in we're in this era now in filmmaking where you have a new generation of Netflix-type um, movies coming out. And I think that, you know, the older generation of filmmakers should have, should should see them as at least as equals for you know, pushing the bar and, you know, creating things differently and not being so inside, like thinking inside the box of where movies can be shown because a film is a film, especially if it's a full feature length. The film is a film. The content is there. The cinematography is there. The script is there. What makes them different? Yeah. 
Exactly. Just be, uh, how about the movies that came out 60 years ago? You're not going to watch those in big screens unless you go to like a special screening for them. Most people will exactly. watch them at home. Are they watching a TV movie? No, they're not. So the the the, the, the logic is kind of flawed. It, it does it does seem like he's being a little bit of an elitist here by mm-hmm. by, by saying movies has to be seen in the big screen. You know, not everybody can afford to go to the movies. And this is coming from a person who loves going to movie theaters. Okay. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm aware that not everybody wants to go to the movie theater because of A, the price, and B, um, the rest of the movie going audience can be a bunch of e-holes sometimes. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it, it's like don't For me, yeah, I don't I just don't have time to like make you know, sit through 20 minutes of trailers get myself situated, get myself to the theater and then have to head back home. Like not everybody has time like that anymore. And also movie, like you said, movie theaters are not as cheap as they used to be. They used to be what, 25 cents, 50 cents to go to the theater. Now it's like an arm and a leg just to get to a movie theater and spend two and a half to three hours out on like by the movies or like, uh, you know, you have to go out to eat and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I understand it helps the economy, but at the same time, it costs money. Exactly. So he he's very. It seemed very like um, uh, narrow minded of him to yeah. to think this way, and it's kind of disappointing because it's it's Steven Spielberg, right? Yeah. He's he's made a lot of movies that I love, but I but, think we forget us millennials don't have jobs like proper jobs, like actually support <laughs> ourselves. Yeah. So, <laughs> for recreational activities. Yeah. Now not everybody has the money like Spielberg does to make like a big budget movie like Ready Player One. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's like some of them. So some of them they want to make a small movie, and and does the small movies they have to be like shown in limited release in like twenty screens compared to like a couple of thousands or whatever? Yeah, you know, and they don't and have the marketing ability. They, they don't have, have the, the the spending um, capability. Yeah, but but if they release it on Netflix, they might actually have a good chance of getting more eyeballs to watch their movie. So mm-hmm. why he's trying to limit options for people to watch movies is just it's just short sighted. And that's that's my perspective. Because it's all about perspective. <laughs> but yeah, so here here's a quick comment uh, I read here on the deadline in uh, deadline.com. Uh, I think this is a PR ploy by him to win over the theater owners, who won't soon forget that he stuck his neck out for them. He's going to need thousands of screens for West Side Story and long runs on those screens for the movie to be a profit machine. The movie is mm. being financed by Disney TCF, and there have been many signs over the last few months that a serious PR war is going on between Disney TCF and Netflix. That's not, that's not a good point, actually. Uh, really small movies, sometimes you're only in theaters for like a week, right? So you're, are you, Spielberg, right. are, you, are you telling me that those small movies are not qualified to go to the Oscars just because they can only afford to be in theaters for a week? That doesn't seem right. Or even one night sometimes. Yes, or even one night sometimes. You know, like everybody everybody needs... More options is good. More options <laughs> is good. Here's a, persp- here's a perspective from somebody on the opposite camp of what we were saying because, you know, it's all about perspective. It's all about perspective. This guy named, named, uh, said, thank you, Mr. Spielberg, for sticking up for theaters. He must be. He must work in a movie theater. Uh, no one's saying this film shouldn't be made. Just release them properly in cinemas if you want to get Oscars for them. Otherwise, nominate them for Emmys instead. Mr. Campbell is wrong. Who's Campbell? Uh, oh, 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 Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. <laughs> Bruce Campbell is wrong. All Netflix would need is a proper theatrical release for Roma and they could get nominated just fine. Heck, the lack of a regular release cost them the Oscar, if you believe many reviewers. The Academy should extend the required release period for films that are getting nominated in the general categories, but leave the requirements for documentaries and short films alone. Oh, look at that. Double standards. Yeah, Netflix known right now to be the place to go to if you want to release a documentary because documentaries in Netflix are being watched. How often do you see people watching documentaries in theaters? Not very Never. often. Never. Right? So 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 this this is kind of like like a double standard on this on this guy's part. You go, oh, regular movies? No, no, they should be in theater. But documentaries, that's fine. They can be in Netflix. This that, leave, a leave documentary could just be as good a film as any other. Yeah. No, but but I'm pointing out the, the hypocrisy there. So so he's yeah, made to make an yeah. exception. He's made to make an exception for documentaries, which can be as good as films. And yeah, go ahead and release them on Netflix because this guy clearly doesn't want to go to the theater to watch documentaries, right? <laughs> and he's completely discounting documentaries at, like altogether because now he's saying that, well, if it's not good enough to be in theaters, you can be on Netflix, but I'm not going to watch you. Mm-hmm. And once again, the current rule in the Oscars is one week is all it takes. So so you're, you're, so this guy, presumably he works in the movie theater or not, he's going to tell the movie theater, hey, make sure this movie is released at least four weeks 
you know. And the movie theater is like, no, it's costing us money to keep it in the theater that long. So we don't want to mm-hmm. do that. So what's going to happen to those movies? This is only going to cost more problems than it's worth, really. Just, yeah. leave, just leave it alone, Spielberg. Leave it alone. Just let the film industry evolve the way it was meant to be. Exactly. Yeah. So there we go. Um, it's all about perspective. It's all about perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I like the ad living there. <laughs> all right. Oh. All right, all right, all right. Thanks for listening. This was episode 225 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Worst Minute.